uh, the guys at Go Rock uh, started an event where you do the 50 miles in 24 hours with a 20 pound pack. You also have some smaller options, thankfully. And so a couple buddies and I did the 26.2 miles, so a marathon with a 20 pound pack you up in DC. Me. You You're not 20 pounds. <laughs> There's not a single part on you. Your hand's 20 pounds. That's a five, that's yeah, a five gallon yeah, bucket but, over there. Yeah. Another episode of BS and Bourbon, everybody. Before we bring you part two of our famous Geigerich episode, we got a little bourbon news going on today, James. Not only can you get four roses with a fancy sticker or fancy whack, now you can get them in a fancy cigar box. You see this? Yeah, I'm the one that showed it to you, dumbass. You're supposed to feed off of that. Way to go. <laughs> You're supposed to <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, man. Yeah, I saw it. Pictures. <laughs> I'm the one that sent it to you. <laughs> hey, hey, more breaking bourbon news. Next week, you can buy Pinhook in Georgia. Do they say what? Um, which ones are coming? I think it's going to be that old Taylor release that's going to be coming. That was made at the old Taylor Distillery. Wait, do so, you know if they're going to open up any single barrels? I do not know that. That was not in my ticker and my news. Yeah, we ticker. need we need to make some phone calls see if we can get us a single barrel of that rolling. Yep, we got a bunch of stuff rolling in, but I think that would be a great one to add to the lineup. I mean, everything Pinhook I've tasted has been good, except for one of those first releases. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a first release. You can't expect it to be magical, right? Yeah, I've got, I think it's the green wax one that I wasn't too crazy about. Yeah, I think think Mama's green, too. I think that's right. So I wish people could see your shirt. I mean, it's awful. No, it's not. It's a perfect Hawaiian shirt. We are, it's, it's warming up outside. The weather was great today. Spent some time outside with the kiddos. It was awesome. Yeah, if you could imagine a Hawaiian shirt mixed with flannel, that's what he's wearing. It's embarrassing. I think it's I think amazing. We're gonna, I think we're going to post a picture of that in the page. Amazing. And then the other news that I saw, and, I, and this hadn't been confirmed, but it looks like Baby Saz may be rolling out some single barrels. I like Baby Saz. I, I think I think it's a pretty good little drinker when you can find it for twenty three ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, and somebody commented on the post saying that some of that stuff is distilled down in New Orleans. I didn't know that. Well, that's where Sazeraki is. So. I mean, bourbon geography. I mean, I like Thomas H. Handy, and all Thomas H. Handy is is barrel-proof baby Saz. What do you think? Uh, Saz 18 is just Thomas H. Handy aged a little bit longer? That is exactly what it is. Baby Saz aged a little bit longer. So you're telling me all three are the same thing? Yeah, they are. So that old additive of the older the berry, the sweeter the juice, you you think that's true? Well, Saz eight, but Saz eighteen gets watered all the way back down to ninety proof, doesn't it? Whereas, whereas Handy, Handy's only seven years old, like Baby Saz, but Handy's at barrel proof. Hmm. I ain't never had a Handy. <laughs> yeah, you paid for a Handy. <laughs> you may not have gotten one for free. Never been given one. <laughs> you had to pay for one. Well, everybody, uh, enjoy the rest of the John Gagrich episode. Great. Today we he talks about some of the barrel picks he's been on and. And what he thinks it takes to pick a good barrel, and and it's it's pretty true. I mean, it's it's kind of what I do when I go, and you know, whatever's best to me is what I'm going to pick. I don't care what anybody says. Um, right. You got to take the best barrel of the day. Oh, got to yeah. take the best barrel of the day. No doubt. And we say that, but not everybody does that. No, I mean, you can't pick off a of tier or recipe. I mean, you're going to be fooled. You're going to make mm-hmm. look like an idiot. You know, everybody mm-hmm. would love to have an OESO sitting on the shelf every year, but. It's not going to happen. Well, um, I don't know if we talked about it, but when we went to Four Roses, we threw out the oldest barrel, which was a 12-year. Was it OBSO or OESO that we threw out? It was OESF. OESF, 12-year-old. We threw it out first. Year, 12 year, four month. Yeah. It was trash. It is. It's terrible. It's bad. So it anyway, bad. Get, get into the damn thing that people want to listen to. Right, everybody, listen up for uh, John Gagrich, the real Gagrich. You want to get into some blinds? This being our first episode, I felt that it was necessary that we celebrate that a, a distillery that you and I are very proud to know, the, the the master distiller and the owners. And I've been to several events. You've been to a lot more than I have. The guys at American Spirit Works are doing some fantastic things with bourbon. 
if you're a scotch fan, they've got even more scotch that I'm sure people will go crazy over. I'm not a big scotch guy, but um, I always have a pour of it while I'm there. You're a big guy, just not scotch, right? I'm a big boy. Okay. I'm, big I'm just boy. checking. And so we lined up three store picks from some of our favorite stores in and around Atlanta. We have a Sprayberry pick, Whitlock package pick, and a City pick. And you don't know, I know you you were help, you helped pick two of them, but uh, they're lined up. You don't know what three of the ones you picked, or which two you picked, and which one you didn't. So the name of the game here is Blind, right? So we can talk about a little the difference and nuances of, of, of all of them. But in the end, you know, it is what it is. And I hope that somebody remembers that. what's what. Okay, you're right. You're right. Right? These are my yep. three. So we go A, letter A, letter B, letter C. Is that the way you did it? Yeah, yeah. Letter A? Letter A. I had written on the bottom one, two, three. No, it's whichever one. So that'll be A, B, C. Sorry. Is it going to be one, two, three? Yeah. In the end, it'll be. <laughs> so A. A will be that my, far glass. Where's my B? Oh, you want your B already? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna line them up like he did. Okay. So we got three. I'm so excited. So, so as we're, so we're lining this up, I would say um, I love the guys at American Spirit Works at ASW. I think they're doing uh, great work. <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> similar to the um, retail business, maybe maybe not as bad. These guys, man, they're working hard, and you got to really appreciate what they're accomplishing there actually my first may not wasn't probably my first asw but atlanta bourbon society did a single barrel pick at asw two years ago um at least at least two years ago to benefit cystic fibrosis and i ended up buying a number of the bottles and then i also bought uh the barrel so I bought the barrel, and James Howard, super guy, does bourbon-aged coffee. So he puts coffee in up in Ball Ground, Georgia, into old bourbon barrels. Uh, so that's fantastic stuff. But he donated turning that barrel into a table that sits in the middle of my wine cellar slash Four Roses room. Um, so it's a fantastic thing. And I, I thought that was good. I wouldn't say it was great. And as I went and tasted these barrel picks to pick out for Whitlock, and then I also happen to, I believe that um, you're going to go on a pick with Helen Seller, with Justin from Helen Seller. Maybe I helped him do a pick down there. Just a uh, great guy. And anyway, as I picked them, man, they were all a lot better than that first ABS pick. So I think the guys are really doing some creative things and i also think every year every month the quality has improved over there yeah that abs i mean i remember that that was what two maybe three years ago i think it was it was two it was around september october so it's a little over two years ago do you remember who got to bring home the special bottle was it you well, yeah, it was, it was special. Katie. Huh. It was actually Katie that won. Oh, that's awesome. And she and I have never won anything in our entire life until huh. then. They took a barrel, and it was a, one of the five-gallon barrels, and they had aged bourbon in it, then they aged some rye in it, and then they put honey in it, and then they filled it with some more rye. It was, it was a complicated process, and there was one barrel of it, and we all got to taste it. It was fantastic. And it's Katie and I's Christmas bottle. We opened it up, and she and I drink drinking on Christmas and she won't be pregnant this year on Christmas so maybe she can have another little sip if not I'll just have a double what about me huh. you're not my wife so <laughs> I mean I'm your partner you and I talk about as much as me and Katie talk so <laughs> I'm your partner I mean you should you, you know. want to you want to come over and try some of that sure but it's got to be, but, it's gotta be partner in my <laughs> but but you got it's got to be Christmas day though oh I can't do Christmas day pour me some to the side and hush about it I don't know about that. that there's, there's tradition. And when that bottle's gone, I'm going to be real sad. It's going to be one of those that when it's gone, I'm going to miss it. I'll squirt you some honey and something. God. So, all right. Did you start with A? Mm -hmm. you start, okay. A, A. Well, I no. started with this one. I started with okay. C. Well, to go back to A. Go to the other side. All right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Ooh. That has got a... That's got like a, a staved vanilla nose. It smells great, though. I mean... 
But I get vanilla. That's all I get. Vanilla and a little warmth. No muted oak. No muted oak on this one. Marzipan. <laughs> Almond. Rubber. Pencils. Pencil lead. Sawdust. Anything like that. Smells like homemade vanilla ice cream to me. And all these are 55 bucks, by the way. So as we're talking about this, it's important to remember, we're talking about a $55 bottle of bourbon. So I, to me, the, the story behind this, I think it's important. So... Listen, this is MGP source um, juice that these guys got. But what they ended up then doing, the master distiller at ASW, um, a big, I believe, oak, big tree fell down on his farm, and he ended up chopping it up and then charring pieces of it and putting them into the barrels. And the cool thing about what they're doing, this gets back to the experimentation, is they were putting different numbers of charred pieces and leaving them in for different periods of time mm-hmm. into the barrel. So when we were down doing the barrel picks, we didn't know ahead of time. They told us afterwards. So I love this just like I love the way Four Roses does it, where everything is blind until the end um, that they tell you after you've picked. But it was interesting to see the impact of having a certain number of added wood, yeah. call, call them staves to it, and then being in there for a certain time. But it also brings home that Georgia heartwood because it really that added flavor came from someplace that's not going to come from anywhere else. So anybody get anything on the nose other than vanilla? Did I just get just punched in the nose vanilla? And then on the taste, I actually get a good bit of oak on the taste. But again, like strong, almost imitation vanilla, kind of. No, I wouldn't call it imitation because imitation has a negative connotation, at least to me. So I think you have vanilla. I think you have a little bit of wood. You know, these are three and a half to four years old. I don't think you get that youthful age feeling when you're drinking No, not at all. I think if you blinded this against some stuff that was older, including some seven-year-old product we tried earlier today, I think it personally, it beats it hands down. Absolutely. No Um, doubt. That's A. We'll see how B and C compare against it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think it's solid. And more importantly, I think what they're doing around (laughs) experimentation, which, you know, Buffalo Trace is the king of. And so I think, frankly, you could have a whole podcast on the Buffalo Trace experimental and limited edition things that they bring out. And see, I'm a really, like, for me, it's easier to comparison sniff almost because I get lots of vanilla. But this one, I don't get as much vanilla, but I almost get coffee. So the finish for me goes away and then comes back stronger than before. On B? On no, on A. Well, I'm moving on to B. Well, I mean, I'm I'm in the process. That one's got a little more heat on the tongue and it a little does. more rice spice. It it does. And I I'm a I, I like to say I'm a spice person. Mm-hmm. It's interesting when you do picks with people over time, you start to realize what you think they're gonna pick. So I've done a number of the city picks and uh, Bobby thinks he can figure out which one I'm gonna pick. Not necessarily his favorite, he can pick his own favorite hub, but he likes to try to guess what my favorite's going to be um, when we're picking out. People like to say spice. I like to say flavor. And I think it comes from, one, just my palate and what I enjoy, but also I think it comes from the period of time I drank wine, which is I want to experience some flavor with that. I'm not just, I'm not trying to just down some cheap, simple wine. I'm trying to drink some wine that has some... The box wine? Yes. I'm not, I'm not drinking... <laughs> You're not slapping the bag? I'm not drinking uh, box wine or canned wine. I'm not saying it can't be enjoyed by some, but it's not for me. But this one, I think on the nose, is more delicate. I get no heat at all. None. I do get more rice spice, though. Yeah, I do get rye, but I get no... Like you said, you mentioned heat. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything. In the nose. That's where I tend to I tend to feel the heat mm-hmm. in the nose. I feel it in the finish though. It's it's got a not, long, not on. warm finish. Like I can feel it just running all the way down. Big old hug. Tastes good though. I mean, yeah. Still a whole lot better than a seven year bottled in bond product that was just released. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. I'm gonna kick out of the bed for eating crackers. I promise <laughs> you. They're both good so far. What if they were eating sushi in the bed? As long as they can get the juices everywhere, I guess. <laughs> All right. 
Are you moved on to C? I've moved to C. No, still on this hit as strong as the first one. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. I'm going back to the nose on the first one still is the one that punches you in the mouth. This is the lightest on the tongue. We did this in the wrong order. <laughs> well, I was doing it in the right order. <laughs> <laughs> I did this in the wrong order and forced you to do this in the wrong order. Because I think this is the lightest on the tongue. I get no burn. That's good. It is. I feel like that has the least, what I would think is stave influence out of the three. It, it could be. I do know that two of the three had, well, actually, that's not true. Because I think you this is an older sprayberry pick you have. It's the one from earlier this year. Well, and it's yeah. also been open a whole lot longer. Mm. It has it plays an effect on it. It does. So what well, we don't gonna, know what's what yet. What I was gonna say is I, I know that the Whitlock pick and a coming sprayberry pick have the same they have the same number of staves added. And in for the same period of time. Although what will be interesting is I don't really know the status of the sprayberry pick. So if the sprayberry pick has stayed in the barrel because the Whitlock's in the store now, the sprayberry stayed in the barrel, that will influence the taste. But if it's gone ahead and bottled and they're just waiting to, to bring it in, then it would be really interesting to taste those two against each other because I would expect them to be very, very similar. Although it's intriguing to me, just as an offshoot, this gets back to that whole run comment. And I mean, I'm the Turtle Creek OBSK was stored, I believe, two barrels down from the Bourbon Cartel OBSK. Yeah. And I think they're very similar. But I think you can also have situations where the one stored two barrels down tastes completely different. So it's not just automatic they're going to taste the same. So be interesting. We'll do this again, maybe not on the podcast, but to try the new sprayberry and the other picks that are coming out around town yeah. when they come out. I think A and C are very similar to me. This the nose on A is a little bit better, so I think I know what it is. But I've no, been wrong a, a lot. It just asked my wife. She'll tell the, you. The nose on A is stronger. Yeah, no, most definitely. But But the same type of smell, but just stronger. In case you don't know, I'm no expert. I'm a rookie, so I pretty much go on what tastes good or doesn't taste good. So I say we all grab what glass we feel is our favorite, and then we'll go around and say. All right, so Gingrich, you picked up number C, right? Yeah, letter C. Letter, letter C? C. Are you sure? Your yes. wife said you were wrong. That is letter C, which will be that glass that he looked at. Yeah, you went, you went way too far. No, no, no. Actually, that's mine. Oh, after he cheats. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't actually, I don't know what they are. Oh, we don't? I don't know. I, I had him put the numbers down as sort of the double blind. Yeah. So my wife poured them. So she knows what's one, two, and three. She's She knows what one, two, and three are. So we have to go up there and ask her. I don't I don't know. We're going to have to. <laughs> I'm going with C is my favorite. I'm going with A. And C was number three. That's the one I like the best. So C was three. I, w- I would agree that. What was B? Uh, B is two. Dang, so I got them in order somehow. Um, <laughs> I, I mixed them up. One is a very close second. <laughs> I think it's a little bit more pronounced on the vanilla flavors, and I think the vanilla overpowers everything else. I think C, which is also three, is a little more well-rounded. And I think that uh, B and two, same thing, uh, are just, it's just too muted. Uh, I think. Oh, my God. It's I I feel muted like the flavors. What? I feel like all the flavors are muted. All of them now, except for the spice. Not just oak. All no, of I, the I flavors think, think, are muted. No, I think the spice is what shines in, in in B. You know, and if you like spice, that's yours. But I I think that C was to be the best well-rounded pour. This is C. Uh no, no. this is C. We're calling that C. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it goes A B C is one two three. I oh, one, yeah. Two, three. Yeah, a, a is one, B is two, and C it actually three. ended up like that. And, and only and I mixed them around. On, only he could do that. I mean, I was doing that 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 you know side you know on the side of the street with the marble under the cups. I was moving them Which back. Which one's and your forth. favorite? There's no right or wrong answer. No, they're all they're all good. I mean, they're all good. They're they're all close to me. These are close and they're good. Yeah. And I would anyone who listens to this in Atlanta, or if you live somewhere else. Get one. I'd, I'd encourage you to get one of get one of all of them. 
Listen, I think we're coming up on the holiday season. I think they'd be great gifts. They'll be good to drink. Again, it's certainly better than a lot of other things I've seen at these price points. So and we said that these are good. These are great. One's a little spicier than the others. The other two are pretty similar. One's a little more pronounced than the other. Well, the only so two of them you can speaks, still get. So well, that but that speaks to what they are. They're putting out a good product. But if you have three barrels randomly picked, only two by somebody. But we know. So, they're putting out good product. So I'm going to go with just so we can have. We'll see if Sully the dog can be the tiebreaker. Um, but I'm going to go with B, which is number two. I'm not sure how we moved from the numbers to the letters. Um, well, some people do. The reason we did that is some people do number one, and then some people do letter A. So we do number A just to be different. We don't want any copyright infringements. Well, there's, there's, there's <laughs> that I think fits better with BS and bourbon than, than saying 1A. Hey, I bring, I bring right, so my part. Let me go upstairs. And All right, while he's gone, I'm, I, I am going to say that if you're in a store and you're looking and somebody said, what's a good $50 bourbon? I'm going to say, do you have the ASW? There's like U Unity, Weeded, Unison. There's some different ones that have come out through the years. And, and but I'm going to say, if they've got a bourbon, an ASW bourbon, I'm going to tell people to buy it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say, you're going to go home and you're not going to be disappointed. No, no. I mean, I mean, there's, you know, we, we've we've tasted a lot of stuff and, and it's not bad. Mm -mm. It, it's, you know... It, is it going to be uh, 2019 LE? No, it's not. It's never going to be that. No. It's 50 bucks or less. And, and it's on the shelf. And it's on the shelf. And it's never going to be that. I mean, you can't expect, you know, a $50 bourbon to blow your socks off like like something like that. So if you're expecting that, you're going to be let down and, and you need to get, you know, you need to get yourself right. Right. And, and, and there's another one out there that we haven't even talked about that's also, I think, one of the best ones they make. And it's the... Um, the port finished rye. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can't get your hands on a midwinter night's dram, go grab you a port finished rye that they do because it is fantastic. Seems like there's more drams out this year. There's a lot I've of them. I've actually seen them sitting on the shelves. And and I think midwinter's yeah. is a great pour. Um, and I'll drink it every day. So. All right. Have at it. What so, is A? So it ended up, here's where we were. A, or as I like to refer to, one, um, <laughs> was the Sprayberry. Hey, so, look what I wrote. Look what I wrote. What I write, Bob. What I write that and was. I agreed with you. Yep, I agreed with you. You knew it was Sprayberry. By just tasting it. All right. Because it was so like punch in the mouth. I, I remember that. So, good thing. Whitlock was B, or as I like to refer to, number two. That's what you picked. I'm about to have some more of that. Um, and then... So that was my favorite, and then and then Bob, yours was City. So I need to call Bobby and say, where is this uh, Georgia Heartwood? Because I need a couple bottles. Hundred percent. So I, it's not it's not on the floor yet. It probably will be gone by the time this hits your podcast nation out there. But yeah, if you don't get to editing, it might be 2020 podcast, before you get done. Podcast for dummies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the Christmas present I, or his birthday present I got him? So I had two choices. I had podcasting for seniors or podcasting for dummies. So I picked the dummies. I feel like he, you know, he was more of that brand. But I thought that Sprayberry was right behind. And again, Whitlock is spicy. It's spicier. The vanilla notes are are not as pronounced. It's I know it's not a rye bourbon. It, it, it's a weeded bourbon in it. Yes. So where's the weeded spice? and repeated? So where's the spice coming Spices, from? Spices. It's coming from the Georgia hardwood. It's, it's, I mean, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. It's coming from the, we'll call them stays. They're not really stays, but it's coming from what chunks. they've. Are they chunks? Yes. It's, it's coming from the old Georgia hardwood that came down that uh, he charred up and put in there. Did you take the bark off? I'm just curious. You know what? I didn't ask that level of detail. My sense, though, would be that when he burned it, the bark would come off anyway. But if you're one that is going to shy away from a little bit more of the vanilla notes and go for something a little spicier, like you have a tendency to do, John, I, I could definitely see why you picked this. It's still a great pour. Yeah, either one of them. When we say we, we're picking our favorite, we're picking our favorite. We're not picking the, the best. You know? that, that's right. So, And don't come out here and say, well, 
You know, I got a chance to get Pappy 15 or the Georgia Fiddler. What? It's two different playing fields, okay? It is. So I picked two barrels uh, with City Wine and Spirits earlier this year at Joseph Magnus. And we were up, we were supposed to buy one barrel and we tasted through them. And we ended up, they said we could buy two and Bobby said I wasn't sure and I said well if you don't if you don't want it I'll take it myself of one particular barrel um, and at the end of the day obviously legally it all has to go through the store anyway but we picked two barrels he sold one through the store which I thought was certainly good but I thought the other that I really liked and I thought I shined through that I offered to buy the whole thing of. We, we split it. The Geigerich. We, we labeled it the Geigerich. I have friends making fun of me now, saying I should have my name legally changed to the Geigerich, uh, which I think is funny. But what it speaks to is when we're doing picks, he likes, and it's the same thing with Ricky at Whitlock, they have, they like a smoother, I'll call it sweeter, bourbon they have a sweeter palate i have a more i like the full flavor that comes out of it and so i, I picked have it. full flavor and sweet <laughs> um you can to me and when we got the two when we got the two barrels in when we got them in it was the same thing i love the geigers the other one is good but for me that's the way it is and so we had a buddy what kent kitty Kenny bought how many from you out in Louisiana? He loved that bottle, wasn't it? Actually, it's uh, one of the bourbon cartel members, uh, Rich Kessler. Rich. That's what it was, Rich. He couldn't get enough of the Geigerts. He couldn't. He was pestering me for the Geigerts. I actually had somebody else who does his own, a lot of his own, Ryan McGuire, who and actually may be his birthday today. In any event... Uh, he does Happy it. birthday, Ryan, if it, <laughs> if it is your birthday. Um, he does a lot of picks himself. It may have been yesterday, but I think it's today. He uh, does a lot of his own picks, and he just said, hey, I finally opened this, and I'd love to get a bottle. You know, the funny thing is, when we go and pick something, people are like, man, great pick. It's like we did the least amount of anybody doing it. So you've got the cooperage that makes the barrel. They char it right. You've got the people who are obviously distilling it. And they're doing a great job all through the process. The simplest thing to do is actually go and say, we think this one tastes good to us. I've learned a lot from a lot of other people that I've been on picks with. Um, so I was lucky enough early on to go on a pick. I was picking a Four Roses. Um, we ended up with two barrels, which was really cool. But when we went on the pick, I ended up going with Bill, the wood guy now. Bill's awesome. Um, so he was a great guy. And then we mentioned Lauren Simpson earlier today. I called Lauren on the way up because I'd purchased a couple Four Roses from him. And he showed me his Four Roses collection. And I was like, holy cow, could you go on this trip with us? And so we did. And so a buddy of mine named Car Scott, myself, and those two guys. And... What was interesting is, at first, you sort of look back and think, well, let me just see what Bill Dow likes. And to his credit, while he guy. is a world-renowned palate, he kept to his comments to himself until we said what we liked and what we wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I, he did a really, to me, it was a fantastic first pick to be on with Bill. He's such a generous guy, a great human being went and had some great pours back at his house um but fantastic guy but going through that process and having somebody who's been through it but not going over the top but just going along with you uh was cool to me and that's where you start to figure out hey this is what i happen to like i think it our oesk which was our first pick um ended up coming in fifth could be wrong and Lauren's blind tasting of OESKs. I know the Prov OESK came in number yeah. one, which makes it unattainable um, anymore. I'm not sure where I was going with that. <laughs> hey, I, I do it all the time. OESKs are good. <clears throat> yeah, I'm drinking on one right now from Elixir, and I'm trying to get one from Lincoln Road, but I, I've tasted it. It's it's pretty good, too. There it's, might be a couple of those here. I might have to. Ooh, there might be 
I mean, I don't, I don't know Get where. Away. I don't know where. Get away. Uh, I know where they're at. Could be in that box over there. Could be in that box. Over there. But I mean, you know, I've, I've, I thought I made up my mind that, that I didn't like the bees. You know, any OBs. I, I made my mind up, and then I've started tasting some. I'm like, well, maybe, I, maybe I was wrong. And, you know, and, 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 and very it's true because they tell you when you go, it's you gotta get out of that mindset. Take I mean, you got, the best barrel for the day. Yeah, you got ten recipes. You got six tiers. That that affects it too. Oh, absolutely. I wonder how. I wonder if you get down and you actually do the math. I'm going to do this in between this show you and won't our next do this. one. Yes, I will. I'm going to think because you got ten recipes. That was your first mistake. You got six tiers. How many different warehouses do you have? Oh, that part I, I'm not because there is there fourteen or fifteen. How many warehouses? warehouses? They I have saw a map the other day. I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll look but, it up. But, but but you have two different sites though. You can't just go. With true, you true. Got, you got to look at both sites. I think they're. You know, you talked about Bullet, and and I, mean, I got a question about Bullet. I saw a picture of a of a a tasting or a barrel selection, and they had the drums in the wall, and they had a chalkboard. Did you actually pull? Did they pull stuff from those, or is that just show? Yeah, no, that's just shows. So okay. They, they, they've brought the barrels. They have poured out enough to do the tasting mm-hmm. with the samples, and then they they poured it. And the way we tried three, one of each, and loved one of them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And so we said, we're going to, we, not my money. So City uh, said, we're going to, we'll take one. And so that'll be coming out. And we named it Strawberry Thrill um, because when you look at the way they describe flavors, mm-hmm. I mean, this thing doesn't, we joke around a lot that it was strawberry <laughs> Boone's Farm wine. And trust me, it doesn't taste anything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, it really shined and it was fantastic. And we said, we'll take it. And then we said, let's have two more of the other two recipes that you've got. So we had three of each of those and we tasted through them and we we liked them and they'll both be coming out one will be called leather and lace um, and the other one will be called saddle up and so the leather and lace has a balance of and i don't i don't lick saddles but when people talk about flavors it does have that really strong leathery but also some fruity and so it's, mm-hmm. and it's i got a leather of a, wallet you want to lick it so, no i don't <laughs> so it's, i know where that's been ain't nobody gonna lick anything off your ass so it's been that and then the the saddle up was was straight up probably my favorite because it really has the fullest flavor the most spice to it i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> so it's gonna go blank that was my favorite <laughs> and nobody's gonna know <laughs> i'm writing it down i kind of like the leather and lace because um it reminds me of a good time i think all of them will be listen all of them are gonna be great and i know some other stores have done some bullet picks um we well, what's the with, proof they're coming out on 109 what 104 104 is the set proof. One, 104 is where the proof is going to be um that's the way we tasted them oh good cool. um, that's the way we tasted them it's good did you get a chance to try them at barrel proof after you picked your winner we did not they they've they proofed them down and you know it would have been interesting and listen i've done a number of barrel picks and you know when you go to buffalo trace and buffalo trace does an awesome job and they put out a great product and you know they pull it from the barrel but really nothing you picking there are you going to get to bottle at barrel proof right I really try to have the discipline of tasting off, you know, what really is the back glass, which is the proof down one that tastes like it's going to be in the bottle. Because I, I talked about Bourbon 30 and Jeff Mattingly before. I mean, I've seen it in person. I've experienced it. Proofing down and down and down and down changes the way things taste. So honestly, I would encourage anyone when you're tasting and you know it's going to be proofed down. Don't do it at barrel proof. I just we. Man, well, what if you get a chance to bring two hundred milliliters home? Well, then you want it at barrel proof. I mean, <laughs> let's go ahead and have it, and then you can decide to proof it down. So I mentioned before the barrels. United guys and I uh, went up, thankful for another retailer who gave us access to their pick. And going to, I love Four Roses, and I love the experience there. There's really probably nothing like doing a barrel pick with Eddie Russell. 
Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's hanging out. He's a great guy. He's dipping. He's he's a tremendous guy. He's just fun to be around and a wealth of knowledge and will share anything. And so we tasted through eight separate barrels and I proofed them down. So they were roughly all around 118. So it didn't need to be proofed down that much to get it to where it's going to be yeah. in the bottle for a Russell's Reserve at 110. But I, I put a few drops into every one of them to make sure I was it's no scientific, but make, making sure I was somewhat close to it. So we tasted through eight barrels, and then we had narrowed it down to a couple, and he pulled out a ninth barrel, which we tasted. And then we were like, man, that's really good. And so we picked three, including that one, that we then went blind with. And we went outside, and he set them all up, and we went back in. And boom, as fate would have it. Uh, we picked that ninth barrel. And the fun thing to me is, after tasting through them, just like these, and you're going back and forth in your mind, when we went back and did a blind, I knew right away which one I liked. And it actually happened to be number two, just as it did in this case. And in that case, it happened to be barrel number nine. So I look forward to getting that barrel. No, no question, it'll be another charity barrel. We'll raise some money for charity with that. Um, so looking forward to doing that. But anyway, everybody who's doing picks, tr try to get it close to the proof where it's going to be in the bottle. I think it makes a difference. I mean, it's kind of like the uh, new riff pick we did with Inglorious Caskers. They gave you like 20 or 24 barrels to pick from with tasty notes. So what they do with those tasty notes is they, they proof it down to like 50 proof. And they taste it and give you the notes they get. So we picked... Uh, five out that's what we were told we could pick but then you know the leaders of that group hunter and ben and some of those guys said hey can we have this sixth one can we try this sixth one too and and they said yeah let's let's do it and that ultimately was the one we picked was the sixth one and it's you know it's going to be coming out here pretty soon i think we may possibly go sunday and and you know mule it back down here for everybody waiting to hear on that you know but you know that same one kind more of story week we're going to be up there anyway yeah, I told him, I said, wait one more week. We're going to be up in Nashville. We're going to be doing some things, and I'm going to leave Bob's ass on the side of the road if I don't get my way. <laughs> so, but, you know, that bottle's coming, too. It's 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 pretty good. I, I hate that I didn't get to go on it with you. I was excited about that. But um, it was a good experience, my first one, uh, besides doing a Maker's Mark with Cork and Keg. And, and I like to kind of claim that as my bottle of Maker's Mark because I picked it, that recipe. All these we, we have we have a Maker's Mark uh, private select blend that's going to hit probably about two or three more weeks. That he and I actually were very instrumental in the blend, and it is awesome. Do yeah, blend? Mm -hmm. I do, sure. I do. Know? I'll look it up. But you he's know. you know Bob. Bob says I'm instrumental in picking the blend, but his failed. That's the truth. No, there is no failing. There, there, it. it Everybody said it sucked. That means it failed. Well, no, we we had the, the store owner and I had a few picks that we had enjoyed in the past. He kind of, but he said he did not want to make his forty six day. So we pretty much took some blends that we enjoyed, took out the maker's forty six day, and tried to put it somewhere else. In the end, our blend has a maker's forty six day in it. It's not the ones that we had picked, but it was funny because he said. I'm not putting a Maker's 46 tape in there. I want to be different. I said, okay, we'll cross that off the list. And it didn't work out. You know, in the end, you got to pick the best blend. And I'm going to tell you, blending, picking a best blend, is a whole lot harder than picking a best barrel. So, so this one. I thought it was a gimmick. Um, and then I did one. I did, I helped Bobby for City Wanna Spares do one. I'll tell you what, I loved it. Mm -hmm. And. One of the things we did, and I don't remember, what I remember is we had, there are three different French staves. French cuvee, French spice. And we had mm. we had four of, our final blend was four of each of the two French, and then two of the last one, which was the spice. And what was really interesting to me was we had one, and so it doesn't surprise you, um, we had one of the spice in the first, and I was like, it's good, but it's missing something. We added a second, 
and it really brought it to life and I ended up thinking it was a great product. Then we just scrapped it and did something totally different on the third and we ended up not liking it. But the experimentation and seeing how things change was really cool to me. I, I'm a fan of the process, so I look forward to seeing what Cork and Keg and Daniel have coming out. You know, funny story is it was um, mixture number nine, just like your ninth barrel. But uh, we uh, we kind of named it the Nut Dragger, <laughs> just because I don't know. It is the Nut. But uh, it um, it has one baked American pure. Uh, five seared French cuvées, one Maker's 46, and three um, roasted French mochas. So It is sweet, and then spicy, and then sweet again. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Maker. Ne I mean, I literally had a Maker's cigar, and I puffed it one time, and I threw up. I've, I've not been a fan of Maker's mm -hmm. Mark, but I love this. So I'm really interested to see how what we've blended turns out after it's set in a barrel. So we're, we're pretty excited. We've been waiting on it. I think it's supposed to be here maybe the week before Thanksgiving. You're going to see a little BS and bourbon sticker on it. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. So you can uh, you can pick me signing the label or Bob sign the label. Please you know make I'm, sure you mine. Know I'm cooler. So. No, 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 no. That's not what the entry question <laughs> no, says. No, you know I'm the better looking on the, on the, on the, yeah. How damn drunk are you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. This stud sitting over in his seat. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get uh, my signature or Bob's signature or Daniel's. So uh, sell mine out first just because I want to rub it in Bob's face. Because <laughs> when you do it, you know, they give you all the labels yeah. and you sign them. And so I think we all signed two sheets. And yeah, we signed two. And then uh, Daniel's girlfriend, Hillary, signed two. But if you buy Hillary's, you can only shoot it. That's the only thing you can <laughs> yeah. do with it. You can't if taste you buy, it. You got to shoot it. Yeah, if it's got Hillary's initials on it, you it's it's – that's it, shooting no, bourbon. No, or you can chug it. Or you can chug it, yeah. 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 You can only, there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I've been on two barrel picks, and I love it. My ultimate goal is to go on a Four Roses pick. But I'm going to tell you, there, there's it, nothing like it. I'm, I, I I'm, I'm it. done after that. I don't care. Well, I mean, I, I guess and, I kind of want to go to Wild to go Turkey. You have to go with Dan. I don't, I don't know who the rep is for Atlanta, but when I got to go with, with Dan... And the amount of Gardner. Gardner, Dan Gunner, yeah, the amount of distillery knowledge he brings, the science knowledge he brings, and just the the overall experience that he makes sure that you and we got to try all ten barrels that day. Well, I mean, when I met when I listened to him on Dad's Drinking Bourbon, it 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 got me excited to learn more about bourbon. Oh, absolutely, I mean, he completely. Is so I go back and listen to that episode. I probably listened to it six times. So I. I Yes. If I can make that happen for you, I'm going to make that happen. Make it happen. Because I don't know if he comes down here to Atlanta or if he's just a Tennessee guy. Well, I think Dan is actually, he's over maybe the Southeast or even bigger than that. There's, a, there's only like four of people like Dan, I think, or yeah, six. Yeah, so, so I think it's a, it's a gift when Dan shows up. He was on my first pick so that I did with the wood guy and with Lauren. So I don't know how many picks Dan does, but he's a great guy. Listen, Al Young is a man. I hope I have that much energy when I'm that age. Yeah, um, he's definitely. Been on a lot of picks lately. Uh, he does a he does a fantastic job. Well, I've done a pick with Al Young, so I can't. I, I've done a pick with Dan, and I had a blast. So maybe next time we can get Dan. I think Dan, when I they're know. they're all a blast. Listen, the reality Brent is Brent Elliott. I bet's a blast. Ma Mandy does. Bandy, I mean, the yeah. real true hero of. The whole program is Mandy. She mm -hmm. does a fantastic job, um, and she's there for every one of them. That other people may may come and go. Um, she's she's always there. But she's she's, she's awesome. the constant. She does a fantastic job with that. By the way, I'd be remiss. You could edit this out if you want. But so I mentioned a number of stores here, but I think it's it's worth highlighting. Uh, Jat, who owns the Cab Bottle House. I mean, he's well known in Atlanta for doing fantastic he picks. Worked, yeah, his Knob Creek from a couple of years ago, the Star Wars. Star Wars. He awesome. did the Battle of the Star Wars. He just picked a. I know he just picked a bullet pick, uh, which would be coming in. But his reputation and knowledge, and he's a tremendous guy. He's helped me out with a number of charity events. He, uh, his reputation is so well known and his picks are so good and I've I've gone on a couple and those are probably the worst ones he's put out and the worst sellers. But it was 
I was so concerned one time I was out of town, he had his Buffalo Trace pick come out, and I said, just in case the world goes crazy, will you uh, put a case? I actually helped him pick that. I was like, can you put a case of that Buffalo Trace aside for me? But he's a guy who runs a great store and does great picks. He does. There are plenty. There are plenty. And he puts and he puts a lot of allocated stuff just on the shelf. I mean, I've walked in there and, and bought E. H. Taylor barrel proof off the shelf. Nobody, yeah. not, nobody in the line is doing that right now. But he does. Why in the hell you put it on the podcast? Shush. No, because he's because he's that kind of store owner and, and deserves recognition that he's not taking everything that he gets, hiding it behind the shelf, and giving people an opportunity to buy some. He also does a great job on scotch. For those people who like scotch, I know you don't, Bob. Um, I, I don't say I don't like it. It's just, I don't get excited. I, I like bourbon first, then rum, and then Irish whiskey. But his you know. his um, his palate on the scotch uh, is really good and what he's doing there. He, he did he did do a scotch pick. Um, I can see the barrel. I know you've got one around here somewhere. I have, I have probably a few of I, I can see the label because I, I know I've seen it in there, but but yeah, I, I'm sure he does a great job. And if you helped him pick it, I'm, I'm sure it's even better. Well, I didn't help him pick any scotch, but I helped pick the Buffalo Trace. I wonder how you pick scotch. Sold out in a very short period of time. So you're picking it the same way you're picking bourbon. You fly to Scotland? No, no. They, they, no, 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 no. So you, this, is, this is through samples and whatnot. And he, he did one last year with the Scotch Trooper who's now working at ASW. Tell me you I don't think, want to fly to Scotland and pick a barrel. Oh, no, I'd love to. If not a couple. I'm Irish. Does that count? Dude, I'd love to go to Ireland and grab and grab um, the Red Spot. Have you had the Red Spot yet? Yes. I'd pick an Irish whiskey also. I mean, so why why not? Why not pick one of everything? You don't have to yeah. be tied to bourbon. Bourbon's fantastic, but... You want to go down to Richland? Let's go get us a Richland rum barrel. I'm, I'm down with that. Oh, I did. Yeah, Richland rum is. I should have brought. I should have brought that. Uh, that let's get ready to rumble. I need to find somebody to drink it with anyway. What is that? Uh, single cast nation pick from C plus S. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I, yeah, you were supposed to sell that to me. Oh, you want it? Do I love? It's now you're square. you're a member of C plus S, so I can. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's a four square. I love four square. I think it's the first four square single barrel. And pick. you know what's funny? Um, I've got friends down in Barbados for some work that I do. I've got friends in Barbados. Yeah, go ahead and brag about it. No, well, but they tell me they're like that. Does, like I, until I told them about it, they're like, I've never heard of Foursquare. Yeah. Whatever they're making that's good, I guess they're sending up here to us because <laughs> it, it ain't on the shelf down there. I mean, I've been to St. Lucia and everything I saw in St. Lucia's on the shelf up here, there was nothing special down there. Not like bourbon, you know. You go to Kentucky and they got special stuff. Yeah, they got the Jeff the Creed. They got something butcher corn. I don't know what that was. Well, let's wrap this up. We've had some great, great talks, great information. This might make two episodes. Part one, part two. John, where can people find you either on Facebook, the Instagrams? <laughs> the, are you a twatter? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, don't find me, Bob. <laughs> if you want his email address or phone number, just send me a message. I'll don't find me. Actually, one of the things I need to get a better job of, but my, the funny thing is, and this is where you can tell my transition, my Instagram is jpgwine. So I'm trying to figure out how I change that to JPG. Hey, we can help you with that. I just changed ours last night. I'm behind in bourbon. Um, It's a little used. In fact, it was only used for one event. I also have another Instagram account. Don't don't go there called Ruck Wine and Bourbon. Whoa, I'm going to go find this right now. Ruck, Ruck Wine and Bourbon. So big supporter of the military. Any veterans or active duty, thanks for all you do. If you happen to be listening and I didn't serve just a thankful civilian, but I did this stupid event and celebrate a buddy's 60th birthday up in DC called the uh, Star Challenge. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt challenged Americans uh, to do 50 miles in 24 hours. I'm not man enough for that, but the guys at Go Ruck started an event where you do the 50 miles in 24 hours with a 20 pound pack. You also have some smaller options, thankfully. And so a couple buddies and I did the 26.2 miles, so a marathon with a 20-pound pack. Um, 
up in DC. Me. You could just carry me. You're not 20 pounds. <laughs> There's not a single part on you. Your hand's 20 pounds. That's a five gallon yeah, bucket but, over there. Yeah, but do you, do you want to be, you know, a minimalist or do you just want to go the whole mile? <laughs> the size of that thing. So, <laughs> so, another thing, rock wine bourbon for that uh, to get it done. So, uh, this has been fun with you two idiots. <laughs> Look, JP wine on the Instagram. Hey, it's, it's, it's not going to be the last. It's so, not going to be the last. JP wine on the Instagram. I will say I've friended a bunch of people recently, recently to get them added to the various charity groups. So mm-hmm. the Angel Share, Generosity of Spirit. Um, you mentioned at the end uh, uh, one of the cost plus ship groups. There are a ton of them. Yes. So going back to the very beginning when we talk about what this is about. So it's about what we did tonight, just camaraderie and drinking your and sharing, sharing. And it's about sharing bottles, cost plus ship. So I talked about the Geigerich earlier. So I think at the end of the day, I bought 110-ish of those bottles. I have 12 left. I sold some locally. I mailed 80, more than 80 of them around the country to people who wanted them. At, at cost plus ship. And so people are like, why would you buy your own barrel? And I'm like, I'm not going to drink the whole thing, but I think it's good and I think it deserves to be shared. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Geiger's yeah. was right talking about sharing bottles, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to drink some more. <laughs> Put a veggie dip in and drink a little more. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the uh, second part of the Geiger's episode. We James and I rolled over there, hooked out all of our equipment, started interviewing him, had no idea it was going to last two hours. But it was it was a quick two hours. It flew by. We had a blast, had some great pours. And like Geigerich talked about, you know, bourbons for sharing, you know, pop open the bottle, share them. We had no idea when we recorded this what was going to be happening in a couple of short months. I mean, really, I mean, there um, we all were, all three sitting around a table, and now we're doing all this through Zoom. I tell you what. By God. <laughs> yeah, we just want to thank Geigerich for uh, sitting with us, sharing some stories, letting us into his home, and then just also for his friendship. He um, he's currently running a charity that he's posting up on all the Atlanta pages, a lot of the national pages. It's on uh, generosity mm-hmm. spirits. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to get on there, uh, donate some some money to some needy children in Atlanta. It's a real good thing. He uh, he deserves the charity person of the year award that we gave him. I mean, the yeah. event's going on for, for another couple the of event, weeks. The event goes on through Sunday. So, I mean, if it's $10, I mean, whatever you can give to help out, do that, uh, but also help a lot of needy children during this time. And then just one more for John Geigerich. Um, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> Bye, God. All right, you can find us on Facebook, BS and Bourbon, Instagram, BS and Bourbon.atl. And now we are Apple approved for podcast. Apple approved, baby. You can type in BS and, and we'll pop up. You'll see us. You'll see our logo. You can type in bourbon. And we've got enough reviews and downloads now that we actually pop up when you search for us. Um, That's great. Um, I tell you what. Bye.